Hello, everybody. In today's topic, we're going to talk about one of the most interesting parts of crypto valuation, which is this concept called price discovery. What I'm going to do is show you exactly how price gets discovered at different layers and different steps. And this has definitely helped me understand a lot more about how projects are valued, especially after the crypto boom and bust we've had in the last two years. Now, I use price discovery as something that I constantly am learning about in different asset classes. And this, to me, tells me a lot about how asset prices are either properly valued or improperly valued. So if you ever wondered how is it that there is a lot of hype being built or how is it that you get different layers of participants? Well, you're going to find out. Now, let's take a look at our main key players. In any asset class, whether it be stocks, bonds, real estate, or even crypto, which we have seen a lot, this idea is constantly being done at many different levels. So let's talk about the first group for price discovery. Imagine a token where we have several people who have discovered that there is some sort of underlying value for a crypto project. This could include Bitcoin, Ethereum, or any of the 2000 tokens that are currently on the market. The founders have created that token and have said they would be willing to exchange their time and their energy in creating a token and a project that most likely will have some sort of price movement in the future. They assess their value by their blood, sweat, and tears. Our second group is going are going to be these investors. Now the founders have need to allow people to first come in to believe and invest in their project. So what they usually do is provide people with access, they have access to capital to go ahead and fund their project. And these are usually your second tier. They usually are found in as your private sales and early on were the early investors in the actual project itself. Usually the investors are accredited or they have higher high net worth individuals. In the case of crypto, ICOs kind of took this space by allowing the masses to invest very early on on projects. Our third group are going to be the traders. Once the tokens have reached the actual exchanges, the tokens begin to get traded and traders come in to begin to take a look at arbitrage opportunities between exchanges or even price discovery once the tokens have hit the main market. And this for traders could employ a series of techniques called technical analysis. They can look at fundamental analysis and most people who come in for trading usually get it after an ICO price. Our fourth group are going to, is going to be the masses. This is when after the price has risen to quite a bit, then the masses begin to discover that the price has definitely moved. Now in all four categories, it takes a series of steps. And our last one, which many people have looked for are going to be our institutions. Institutions may include things like hedge funds, in many cases, pension funds, or actually large companies. Now in crypto, this has not yet happened. In fact, we don't get a lot of institutional support because crypto, as you already know, is a very, very um, small niche market. Now I want you to imagine that these five participants will all meet each other at some point as they begin to take a look at the valuations for these tokens. And they all meet in this box. 
This box will represent the actual market and when they exit and when they enter in. At one point, you're going to get different people at different times of this box. So we're going to start off with the founders. Because the founders first discovered the price, they have entered the market first, usually at a very low or no or cheap or very low price. As the founders enter in, they have discovered that the price of the project is worth perhaps maybe Bitcoin at $10 or even less, $1. The point being is that they have already discovered that price and they know that the true value of the token is way was worth more than what they paid for it. Now the question is, who do they need to bring it and sell that idea to? Once the token appreciates a little bit, the investors come in next and they begin to fill the marketplace with ideas the token is worth more than perhaps maybe $2 or $10. In many cases, Bitcoin's price could have risen 200 and they believe that investing it early on would be something beneficial. The third group of people who are your traders begin to see that there are some historical patterns that ended up coming for crypto, perhaps maybe at $5, $10, and maybe they can sell at 10, uh, buy at 10, sell at 20, and vice versa. And that brings us to our third group. Once our third group has entered, they have already been having enough exposure, enough experience to know that these prices are definitely sustainable. Now, all in the meanwhile, the founders and the investors are still inside the marketplace. And that brings us to our last group. Once the price begins to appreciate because the traders have acknowledged coming in, the marketplace begins to get discovered even further while the masses come in forth. Now that begs the question is, once you already had all these four components, these four participants in the marketplace, who is there left to come? And here we have the institutions which are in green. Now, the discussion right now everybody is having is, what do we do about these institutions? Are they going to be the ones that are going to come in next and are going to provide more money into the entire space or are they gonna wait in the sidelines? And so far, what we have seen is that the institutions have not yet entered. So one of the reasons why this market has not really moved forward is because we've exhausted all the participants in the actual marketplace. Everybody is already in. The founders have already in, in some cases they have already cashed out. Some of the investors are still locked and definitely the traders already pulled out. Now, in order for this to occur, the price of the coin has to continue to rise to have everybody to have everybody in there keeping them in. If the price of the coin does not rise, then what happens is people have already discovered the original um, uh, valuation for it. Another thing that usually comes up in mind is going to be this idea of mass adoption. Mass adoption is, has been something that has been thrown around for the last couple of years regarding crypto. And as long as that idea is still there, people are going to stay within this box. But if the adoption rates begin to drop or there is no adoption, then anybody who was sold on that idea would probably um, leave. And our last point is about this idea of ETFs, that the ETFs are somehow going to somehow bring in the institutions. Now, looking at this box, the price discovery for a lot of the crypto projects has already been done. In fact, we have a lot of people inside this box, and it's actually a very crowded box. The institutions are smart enough not to come in because they're the ones who are last in line. And so many people who think the institutions are coming because the ETF fail to remember that price discovery really only happens when you have individuals in the box that have the fewer the individuals are in the box, 
the more likely there is going to be some form of price discovery. Now, institutions are only going to move in if the founders, the investors, the traders or in the masses leave. That way they can be the first ones to come in. Now, usually it doesn't really work that way because you'll have people exiting at different times. Currently, I believe that there are people who are have to have left already, the founders specifically. Example, Charlie Lee with Litecoin. Other investors are beginning to leave the, the actual marketplace. And then we still have a couple of traders and perhaps maybe some of the masses who are still holding the bag. The reality is once we clear out the marketplace, it will reset the entire clock and allow these participants to come back in. But this time around, it won't be the institutions at the very end. It will most likely be institutions at the very front forward, uh, at the front of the line. And that's exactly how usually all asset classes work. All right, well, hope you find this video uh, informative and can't wait to see your comments.